three gold albums, 10 platinum albums, one diamond album, 18 top 40 singles with six getting to the top 10, inducted into the Hall of Fame, movie songs in Caddyshack, Vision Quest, Heavy Metal, Two of a Kind, Armageddon, Risky Business. Hell, their music was even in The Sopranos. Because you know why? They have some of the best songs in music history, including Mother, Father, Keep on Running, Chain Reaction, Just the Same Way, Ass Lonely, Be Good to Yourself, I'll Be Alright Without You, Faithfully, Open Arms, Girl Can't Help It, Wheel in the Sky, Don't Stop Believing. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done. Hold on, hold on, don't start the intro. Wildest Dream, Into Your Arms, Tantra, Lady Luck, Karma, Resonate, Happy to Give, Ritual, What I Needed, Tope, Don't Go, oh, 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 Welcome to Growing Up Rock, Crank It Up! <laughs> So hopefully you guys enjoyed last week's family tree episode with Journey. And so now it's time for part two when we're going to get into a very tough top 10 Journey picks for both myself and Sonny. We're going to include our top five ballads and we're probably going to include a bunch of songs that just missed our list because it was really tough to put this thing together. Do you agree? Yeah, I took... uh... So I just kind of started at the beginning, listened to every song. There were some I just stopped listening to right away. There were some I'm like, oh, that's an automatic on the top, on the top, on the top. And I got to about 30 pretty quickly. And then uh, shaving it down from 30 to about 20 was easy. Going from 20 to 10 was impossible. They got a lot of great songs, and it's right in that bang zone of what I love, that gooey chorus, the big backing vocals. The incredible lead vocal, the great guitar, like it's got all the stuff I absolutely love in a melodic rock song. So very, very tough for me. Yeah. So before we get too deep into this episode, I need to put this disclaimer in there. The views and opinions expressed by Stephen Michael do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Sunny Hollywood Pooney or the Grown Up Rock podcast. Assumptions made by Stephen's analysis are not always correct. And since we are all just human beings, please forget everything said and forgive him. All right, so you heard the disclaimer. Let me just tell folks up front because I know people are going to be like, how did you not do this song? Or how did you not do this song? My list, personally, some of the songs on them are huge hits, but some of the songs are not. And I left off some very notable huge hits. And that's not to say that I don't love the songs or that they don't deserve to be number one on every top 10 list in America, whatever. The bottom line is, is I don't think that I need to spotlight those songs any further. Is anybody going to disagree that Don't Stop Believing is a great song? Is anybody need to hear Don't Stop Believing for the 450 billionth time? I personally don't think so. And so I approached my list with a combination of songs that I 
love that I think need to be spotlighted, songs that make me feel great, songs that I just love to hear, and then some just huge hits that can't be denied. They're just such a great song. So that's kind of how I approached my personal list. I mean, it was really tough and we're going to get into all of that. But before we do that, we got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. So tonight's Crank It Up Spotlight comes from a record that I'm just recently discovering in a band that I'm just recently discovering, a band out of Australia called Dangerous Curves. They just recently released an album last year called So Dirty Right. I learned about this band through my friend Charles Brown, who's one of our fellow Monsters of Rock cruisers, loves his Swedish rock and roll. Charles, if you're listening to this show, thanks for the tips. You always put something on there that I can discover, and this is no exception. Check out Art of the Heart video. It's got some really nice-looking women in that video. This is just a straight-up hard rock. Could be a little bit glam metal, a little bit in the feel of Van Halen. They were formed in 2015 in Geelong, Australia, inspired by bands like Bon Jovi, Kiss, and Van Halen. The band set out to bring back famed error of the 80s LA style rock and roll with a modern twist. I'm not sure what the modern twist is. It's just straight up rock and roll. Check out Sensationable Submit. Turn and 
Yeah, I like that song. It's rocking. I'd never heard of them before, so I got to check out more of their stuff. Yeah, check out that record. That whole record is really good. And check out that video because it's got some really nice um, uh, eye candy. (laughs) I have nice eye candy. I'm married to her. Yeah, well, it never hurts to look at other eye candy. I love me some Reese's Cups, but damn, I ain't afraid to look at a Snickers. Wow. (laughs) Wow. We had to go there. All right. Dude, don't don't act like you don't look at a Kit Kat <laughs> once in a while or Twix. I just want to talk about Journey. I don't want to get into all that. <laughs> uh, okay, you say tomato, I say tomato. Let's check out a little uh, separate ways, shall we? Here we stand. We'll top our dogs broken and two. Okay, so let's start with this top 10. So like I said, very, very tough. And we had decided that we were going to pick one from each singer at least so we could keep some new. I could tell you most of my, you know, not to be a party pooper here, but most of my Steve Perry, if if it isn't, then you're crazy. Let me interrupt you there for just a split second. And this is just a slight misunderstanding on my part. So when I originally told you I thought we should pick one, what I meant is we needed to pick at least one from Arnell because he's the current Journey singer. And so I didn't pick a song from every uh, Journey singer. I just picked one from Arnell and the rest of mine are all Steve Perry and uh, there's a Greg Raleigh in there as well. Oh, yeah. I left. I, I didn't even follow my own rules. I left Raleigh off my list too, I think. It's all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. Anyway, my number 10 is called Never Walk Away. It's from 2008's platinum album Revelation, sang by Arnell, written by Neil Sean, Jonathan Kane, and Jeremy Hunsicker. It was one of the singles. It's the first Arnell album, first song, and I think Arnell knocks it out of the park. And he's got super power in the song, and it kind of it shows that he's not just a Perry clone. But he had me immediately with this song because his vocal phrasing and ways he says some of the words and how he sings them, it's very, very Steve Perry. And that rhymed too. What the hell is going on with me today? <laughs> anyway, um, here's Never Walk Away.
got a rock and roll story to tell and we want to hear yours so go to our website at growinguprock.com that's one word g r o w i n u p r o c k.com or visit us on our facebook page at growinguprock and tell us all about it i dig this tune i'm not that familiar with this record but i like that song a lot uh so i'm going to have to check out a little bit more of that record my number 9 uh is to be alive again from 2000s arrival now, Audrey singing this song. Kane Audrey, Kim Tribble, and Eric Bazilian wrote this song. First album with Audrey. It didn't sell that well. Got to number 56 on the Billboard 200. You know, to me, Audrey has a little bit of rasp in his lower register, and I'd already seen him live. So I wasn't really expecting 100% Steve Perry. But if I had not seen him live, I'm not sure I would have been happy with uh, this guy being the new singer. But seeing him live and hear him hit all those notes live, he had already sold me, so I was good. But I just uh, he's got a little bit of rasp in there. You can just kind of hear it. My number eight is Only the Young. Got released on Vision Quest, a song written by Perry Kane Sean. Now, this song was originally sold to the band Scandal with Patti Smythe. They actually released it in 84 on that same album that's got The Warrior on it. And then Journey later recorded and released it and had to pay scandal in a legal battle it was initially i guess intended for frontiers but it was pulled because uh, they put back talk and troubled child on instead this song when it got released as a single went to number nine uh, on the billboard 100 and then obviously it was envision quest this song is kind of interesting because the first person to hear it outside of the band was this 16 year old kid uh, named kenny sakalik from Rocky River, Ohio, had cystic fibrosis. Mom writes a letter to the band saying, hey, my son's got a terminal condition, and he was a big fan of Journey. They fly out to Cleveland at the request of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They bring a Walkman containing the new song. He listens to it. He loves it. Kenny dies the next day with Walkman in hand. Like, that is, Jesus Christ, this story's crazy. And, and behind the music, I mean, Jonathan just lost it talking about this thing. My number seven, Love and Touch and Squeezing from Evolution, written by Perry. The song has a real storyline. I love that na-na-na at the end. Love it. Greg's killing it on the keyboards on this thing. It was Journey's first top 40 hit in the U.S. You know, it was a hit in Canada. It was a hit in New Zealand. And Perry says that the song was inspired by Sam Cooke, and I can totally hear that in the song. So uh, it's very, very Motown. Love it. And then my number six is Wheel from the Sky from Infinity. The song was originally a poem written by Ross's wife, Diane. 
And then Robert took it, kind of rounded it out in a song. Sean adds this guitar melody to it. And then basically Fleischman handed it to Perry because Robert Fleischman was in the band for about a split second. So when they were looking for a singer, Robert was the first guy they tried live and he didn't really resonate with the audience. So they didn't really take him to record on an album. And it's unfortunate because it's like, it's that whole thing with Gary Sharon, right? You can't go out without the guy being on tape first so people get an idea of what he's going to sound like. Otherwise, you're asking for a Perry clone, and Fleischmann's not a Perry clone either. So kind of the same thing happened with Gary. It just I think that's bad business. you got to release an album before you go out. But uh, Wheel in the Sky went to number 57 in uh, 78, and it was really the first song to chart on uh, the Hot 100, and it was also a hit in Canada, and I, I love that song. So what do you think about my 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10? Good for you. You can count. Good job. I don't dislike any of them. <laughs> um, I'm not that familiar with uh, the Arrival record. This episode forced me to go listen to that record, and I found some stuff that I really liked on that record. Some of this stuff be making an appearance later on on my uh, set list. Cool. So let's hear your 6 through 10. So let's uh, start with number 10. Around about 2011, I started getting into running. And part of my running was putting together great playlists that kept me interested when I was running. Because does anybody really enjoy running? Uh, I don't know if they do or not. I actually did for a long period of time. I enjoyed it because it you know, it just got me out of my headspace and it was a nice, great stress relief. There's not a lot of space up there to begin with. So yeah, well, exactly. So Journey released Eclipse, not the band, but the album with Arnell. And the lead off track on that is a song called City of Hope. This made my playlist all the time because I just really enjoyed listening to this song while running. I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's kind of a positive song. So, and I think it rocks. I think it's a great tune. So, check out City of Hope off of Eclipse.
Yeah, I like that song. It's a good song. I think it's right in line with uh, Journey material and um, tend to like the upbeat stuff. And uh, if it's positive, that's uh, even better. From number 10, we moved to number nine off the Infinity record. Uh, I talked about it on last week's episode a little bit. I think Greg Raleigh obviously played a very important part in the band. And this song, Feeling That Way from Infinity, where he starts off this song and Steve Perry comes in, the hair on my arms stands up. Thank God he said arms. I love feeling that way. I think it's a great song and it just, it sets a mood. And yeah, I mean, it's one of the many classic Journey songs that I just really enjoy every time I hear it. From there, we go all the way to the Escape record. The Escape record has so many tunes on it. You could technically put the whole record just about on your uh, top 10 list and it would be fine. But this is one of the songs that uh, they played live on the tour, but it's not necessarily one of the big hits, but I love it because I think it rocks. This is a song called Keep On Running." This is the kind of journey that really gets me going. I really like it. This is where they cross over uh, into kind of a hard rock world, but still have a way of keeping great melodies, great vocals. It's just a great song. From there, we're going to the Raised on Radio record. Be Good to Yourself was a single that was released on this record. But I love it because I just think it's another positive journey song. It's upbeat, and it makes me feel good when I hear this song. For that reason alone, uh, it's made my list, and it comes in at number seven. Absolutely love this song. Closing out my uh, first five at number six from the Two of a Kind soundtrack, check out Ask the Lonely.
classic. That's all I can say about that song. That song is classic. I mean, is it me or could this song easily uh, have been a Bon Jovi song as well? Oh, yeah, totally. I can totally hear that. This song was a lot like Only the Young. It was, I think, originally written for the Frontiers record. Didn't make the record. They replaced it with Back Talk and Trouble Child. They ended up giving it to a soundtrack to The Kind, which I didn't think was a very good movie. But I think this is absolutely an outstanding song. I love, love, love this tune. Ass the Lonely comes in at number six. Uh, what'd you think of my 10 through six? Uh, like all the songs and feeling that way, I mean, it's, it's okay. But it, again, it, it's an example of those two voices. They might mesh well or whatever, but they ain't on the same planets and vocal talent. That's for damn sure. If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's a competition. I think it's more about what serves the song, and, and sometimes two voices serve a song. And to me, that's a prime example of that. I mean, it, Greg Rowley is so subtle in his uh, opening lines and delivery, and then when Steve comes in, it literally is like a knife through butter, right? Because when I go through her, it's just like a... It just cuts through uh, everything. Yeah, they're good songs, that's for sure. All right, so let me share my five through two. So my number five was Ask the Lonely, so we talked a ton about that already. My number four was Be Good to Yourself. We talked a ton about that already, but what's interesting about Be Good to Yourself, there's something out there that Perry wasn't happy that it was going to be the first single. And Herbert said in an interview, well, Steve, it's a great song. It has great production. It's great sound. It's Journey. Perry says, that's the problem. It sounds too much like Journey. Herbie says back, well, too many of the other songs sounds like a glorified Steve Perry solo record. So Herbie won. <laughs> they released Be Good to Yourself. So, And this is when they get back together. So obviously Perry's fighting pretty hard right here after his solo albums to get this stuff right. But my number three is a classic from Departure. Perry Sean wrote it any way you want it. Perry has said, you know, he was a huge Phil Lynott fan, and the song was inspired by Thin Lizzy. Idea came to him on tour when Thin Lizzy opened for Journey, uh, released uh, in 1980 as the lead single to Departure, and uh, it peaked at number 23. It's on all four of the band's live albums. You know, since its release, I mean, it's been in Caddyshack, Pitch Perfect 2, Madagascar, like... Bang Bang Theory, The Orville, has been in commercials. Like This is one of those songs that is living through the test of time, which is incredible. I'm so happy about that. And my number two, Separate Ways, Worlds Apart, written by Perry Kane. I guess at the time, Ross and Neil were going through some pretty painful divorces. Perry said in the liner notes of Time 3, which is like a compilation-type CD set, there's got to be a more soulful way of looking at this divorce. Right, So that's kind of where he came up with the idea. The song peaked at number eight. It was all over MTV. It was on the Billboard 100 for six consecutive weeks. Even Kane said it kind of just all came together backstage. Steve had a bass. K 
cane at a guitar and they just kind of worked out the melodies and lyrics in an afternoon and the song just kind of came together. Even this song has this Motown kind of feel. It's got that rhythm that uh, just makes it awesome. And I think that's part of what I like about Journey is it's got soul because Perry's voice has got soul and that attracts me to the music even more. So what do you think about my five through two? Five through two, I have nothing bad to say. I love it all. And I think you're going to find that, um, oddly enough, you and I are on the same wavelength on a couple of these. So that's, uh, you know, that, that doesn't happen a whole lot. No, it does not, because usually you pick some crappy songs. But not this time. I can't go wrong with Journey. I'm picking good stuff. So it's time to get into my top five. Number five, off the Departure record. Back when the band was supporting this record, they were opening up with this song. And I love songs that kick off concerts because usually they're ass kickers. And this is no exception. Where were you? I think it's an awesome tune. Get you going. This is the kind of journey that I like. I like that upbeat journey. I don't like any of that uh, uh, fall asleep sappy shit. You know me, Sonny. <laughs> Whatever. You have a top five ballads list here. We're going to get to that, jackass. Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. And I couldn't think of a better band to do a little bit of ballad talk with but Journey. But yeah, other than that, I like their ass kicking stuff. And this is one of those tunes. So where were you at number five?
Number four, speaking of kickoff tunes in concert, when the band was on the road supporting the Frontiers album, they kicked off their concerts with this tune. Check it out. Yeah, we do. 
So that was Chain Reaction. In terms of heavy Journey tunes, that's about as heavy as Journey gets. Uh, I love that tune. Just kicks ass. There's nothing bad about that song. It was released as a single in a video. Just a great tune to me. I really enjoy that song. Then we get to number three. I think that this song resonated with me so much because of the movie. It was at a time where, I don't know, this movie spoke to me for some reason, and that's Only the Young from the Vision Quest soundtrack. Absolutely love this song. Every time I hear it, it takes me back to that time in my life. That's what great songs do. And so Only the Young at number three. From there, we go to Very Familiar Ground, which is my number two and my number one, which happened to be exactly what my co-host number one and number two are. Separate ways and ending at number one with Stone and Love. Those crazy nights
Stone and Love to me encompasses everything great about Journey. It encompasses rock and roll. It encompasses great vocals. It encompasses great melodies. It encompasses Steve Perry's voice and Neil Sean's guitar. I love, love, love this tune. And I never get tired of hearing it. In separate ways, very close to the same thing. So just two really, really strong songs. You know, for a lot of the Journey material you can kind of switch out places with different songs, but these ones stand up top. So what do you think of my number five through one? You know, where were you? That's probably my least favorite out of the five. Like you said, we have the same number one and two. And the thing about Stone and Love, Open Arms, Who's Crying Now, Don't Stop Believing are on the same album. It just never really gets played. and It kind of gets a little bit lost in the mix, to be honest. But uh, great songs. So let's talk about these ballads because I got a bone to pick with you. Our top five ballads, four out of the five are the same. Now, the ranking is not the same. I'll share mine first. My top five ballads, number five was Tender My Love, four was Who's Crying Now, three was Lights, two is Faithfully, and one is Open Arms. What's your five? My five are number five, Stay A While From Departure, number four, Sender My Love From Frontiers, Uh, Number three, Open Arms. Number two, Who's Crying Now? And number one, Faithfully. So my bone to pick is how the hell can you leave lights off? What the hell is going on? I get it. I'm a Bay Area boy, so lights has to be there. But lights is an incredible song. And Stay a While is me. I'll give you my personal thoughts on it. Lights is great. I'm not going to argue that that's not a great song. I love it. Stay a While for me is a two minute and 55 second simplistic so simplistic song that just resonates with me i absolutely love that vocal breakdown towards the end in one of the documentaries i watched they're like warming up and doing that acapella and it's amazing how talented these guys are. And so I just, I love that song. It just resonates with me. I mean, that's the difference in it. And I also want it to feature something a little bit older as one of the ballad picks, because you could very easily talk about frontiers and escape and nothing else and cover top five ballads. Simply. I struggled a little bit with not putting still they ride. I think still they ride is an amazing ballad. You know, I had to leave something off, so that that missed the list. The reason for me, faithfully, is that, number one, that song resonates with me as being somebody that spent a lot of time on the road. And I think that this resonates with anybody who travels or is away from their family, not just in rock and roll, but in, in life. You know, I mean, you're away from your family all the time. There are probably maybe four or five, if I thought about it, really great on-the-road songs written in history, right? I'm sure you can name two or three off the top of your head, right? There's Turn the Page from Bob Seger. There's Wanted Dead or Alive from Bon Jovi. There's Faithfully from Journey. Still They Ride could technically be considered an on-the-road song a little bit if you listen to the lyrics. Beth? Um... Yes, sort of, I guess, maybe. That's more of um, I'm at rehearsal and I'm not coming home to you type thing. I'm going out drinking. 
Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, but that's it for me. And open arms and who's crying now could flip flop a little bit. You know, there's something about sender my love I've always loved from the time that they released that. So yeah, I mean that's it for me. Yeah, there's an acoustic version out there if you can get it of sender my love uh, that Jeff does. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. had some just miss and you talked about some of the ballads but you didn't talk about some of the rocking songs that just missed yeah so there's just so much stuff like i said i really had a tough time with this list some of the songs that missed my top 10 that i could have put on very easily just the same way off of evolution i really love that i really love the parties over hopelessly in love I love the song, the title track from the Escape record. I love the song Escape. Girl Can't Help It. Raised on the radio, they don't talk too much about that song, but that title track off of Raised on the Radio is a really rocking tune. I like that song quite a bit. Obviously, Don't Stop Believing goes without saying. Anytime when you're alone and ain't easy off the evolution record that's a pretty deep track off of a much earlier record it's a great song dixie highway and like i was saying earlier for the ballads still they ride and lights could have easily been on that list how about you yeah for me it was really four big ones that missed i'll be all right without you chain reaction girl can't help it and don't stop believing those were really the four big ones for me Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is about I'll Be All Right Without You and Girl Can't Help It. I love both those songs, but for some reason, they just, those two songs always seem to go together. It's like a brother and sister song. And it's not that they sound exactly the same or the fact that they're on the same record, but it's just for some reason, I relate both those songs to each other. Before we get any further, I checked Spotify earlier. 10.3 million monthly listeners for Journey, by the way. So really nice number. Give me your guess on the top five songs. Well, I think this is going to be easy. Top five songs. Number one's got to be Don't Stop Believing. Has to be. 735 million listens. Correct. Let's see. Number two, Open Arms. Open Arms is fourth with 85 million. Then I'm going to go with uh, Who's Crying Now? The who? The her. Not in the top five. Really? Uh, faithfully. 
Faithfully is number three with 100 million listens. Okay, so number two is got to be any way you want it. 146 million listens. So what's number five? Oh, number five. What the fuck is number two? What am I missing? No, no, no. Two is any way you want it. You got that one. Oh, I did get it. Okay. Yeah, 146 million listens. Okay. I thought you said it was number five or number no, four. No. I'm confused. Okay. So what's number five? Oh, so what's number five? That's what I missed. Um, separate ways. Separate ways, 82 million. Yeah. Okay. There are five great songs. What are we going to do? Right? But Don't Stop Believing will be a billion listens. Probably end of year, maybe, well, not end of year, maybe March, April next year. It'll be at a billion listens. How many families you think have been created to journey oh, music? <laughs> uh, I was going to say a couple in mind, but that wasn't journey music. <laughs> that was other music. Oh my God. Yeah. I would love to hear some people's journey stories out there. You guys uh, write in and tell us your journey stories because journey is an interesting band for this show to be covering. I mean, we've always said that we go towards guitar driven music and I think journey is a guitar driven rock and roll band at its core. Uh, they certainly have enough music uh, on their albums to support that, but it is definitely a little left of center for us. Uh, we normally stick to a little bit harder driven rock and roll, but I just can't ignore how important this band is to me in my growing up rock years and how much I just enjoy their entire catalog of music. Yeah, they're a big one for me, but you know, Bay Area kid. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So for the historic moment, Journey had several opportunities to open for Kiss. One being May 11th, 1975 in Boston at the Orpheum Theater. Journey opened, Kiss was support, and Hunter Ronson headlined. Set list for Kiss that day was Deuce, Strutter, Hotter Than Hell, Firehouse, She... 100,000 Years, Black Diamond, Rock and Roll Night, and this Kiss classic from Dress to Kill, Come On and Love Me. Yeah. 
It's not in that key, but yeah, it sounds something like that. That's the key of shit. That's exactly what that is. But it sounded like music to my ears. Oh, my God. Sad. My God, I'm an amazing singer. <laughs> that sounded almost as bad as Hell No Ween. <laughs> I don't know what you got against. <laughs> That's for you, Steve Wright. Hell No Ween. <laughs> Hell No Ween. <laughs> oh my god don't get on the halloween kick again we'll have people writing in trying to kill you man this has been fun this is a, a groundbreaking two episodes for the grown-up rock podcast because like i said earlier we've never ventured and done a two-part series on one single band but this has been fun i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed the music for sure if you're a casual journey fan and you only know the hits and if the majority of those hits are like the ballads and stuff and you're like, yeah, I'm not digging this, I would encourage you to go seek out some of the records and dive deeper into it because hopefully I've exposed some of the more guitar driven stuff off of some of those records, but there's a ton that I missed and you know, like any great band, you've got amazing vocals from Steve Perry and amazing guitar from Neil Sean. So go check out More Journey for sure. Yeah, and especially since these two episodes are coming out around the holidays, like you could go to Spotify and go to Journey's Greatest Hits, hit play, turn it down to about volume 10, and just have it be background music at your holiday party. 
and it's wonderful music. Like there's no gangster rap. There's you don't gotta worry about twenty minute guitar solos. None of that stuff. It's great background music to anything you're doing. It's enjoyable stuff for sure. Hey, do you think Journey has a Christmas record? I don't think so. You know that would be a good idea for them, don't you think? Uh yeah, that would be if they you know ever get together now. But uh, what do you mean? Well, we don't really know if Steve's got the same pipes either. I don't know. Just let Arnell do it. He's doing fine. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for all the feedback. Thanks for enduring this journey for the last two episodes. <laughs> and uh, we will catch you later. Pardon his pun. <laughs> all right. See ya. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Since you haven't turned us off yet, coming up in the next few weeks, we have our top 10 of 2019 and our yearly Monsters of Rock preview. Should be fun. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. When you're in love for the first time, nothing
Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.